0: Hello, my name is Sam Brock and I'm here
1: with uh, Craig Lawson. He uh, Craig, tell us what you do. I am a program director uh, for specifically for summer camps, so I'm in charge of uh, recruiting and then uh, the whole process of uh, kids coming to camp and then how they enjoy camp and all of the, uh, uh, the things that, that happen while they're at camp.
0: I'm the executive director here at the camp, and uh, we're looking forward to you being part of the team out here at Ironwood. And chances are you're listening to this podcast because you, uh, you're you getting ready to be a counselor. Uh, I, I remember that first time uh, that that I signed my contract and I'm like, I'm gonna be a counselor. I mean, for years as I was a kid, I was like, you know, I, I looked up to my counselors, they were great, they were wonderful. And uh, and so my first year after a, a year of college, I i became a counselor i remember going to counselor training and i'm like i'm going to learn how to be a counselor and they taught us how to do canoes and how to shoot bb guns and uh you know how to how to work with uh, young people with the schedule and stuff and i'm like okay I'm i'm gonna be a counselor and i i kept on you know listening for what what does it mean to be a counselor. I mean, they called me a counselor. Uh, they said that I was a counselor, but I'm like, okay, what? Is, what is this exactly all about? I remember that first time. Like, we finished staff training, and we went into the first week of uh, of camp, and I had a bunch of junior campers uh, in my cabin, and uh, and we got to that first uh, message on Monday night, and I'm just thinking to myself, oh no, I'm a counselor. I mean, what a what am I supposed to do? What What is going to happen? And, and I, I, and, and, uh, bad on me, but I sat there, I'm like, okay, Lord, please don't let anybody go out, uh, tonight, uh, because I, I just what does a counselor do? And so sure enough on that Monday night, it was a message that was kind of a, kind of setting the stage, a foundational message for uh, setting up the rest of everything that was going to happen. And I'm like, whew, (laughs) I made it through that one. There was nothing I had to talk or figure out or uh, figure out what I was as a counselor. Well, Day two, uh, the count, the speaker gets up, and of course, this time, uh, he shares an invitation. In my mind, once again, I'm saying, Lord, please don't, don't let any of my campers go out. But uh, one of them did. And I remember going outside, and we talked, and I remember asking a couple questions. And after about two minutes, I was done. I, and I looked all around, and there were still people talking. And, and I'm like thinking to myself, what are they doing? What are... What does a counselor do i i decided at that point if i ever had a chance to to teach about what what it means to be a counselor i would try to make it clear what it was to what you did what you talked about what you said when you were are a camp counselor let me give you a, a definition i'm working from a, a book that uh, that we call the biblical counselors all-purpose tool it would be something that would be available to you on our website in the store uh, it is an excellent uh, resource very inexpensive and uh, could be something that you might want to pick up but uh, uh, what is a counselor here's the deal everybody will be a counselor when we call you a counselor what does that mean a biblical counselor, so here's our definition, a biblical counselor is a committed, maturing believer who is trained to apply biblical principles to deal with the problems of everyday living. Craig, as you look at that uh, definition, what's a, what's a word or two that really kind of jumps out to you as you think about uh, people getting ready to be a counselor?
1: Oh, my favorite is uh, teaching uh, to apply biblical principles. Um, So it's not teaching uh, my personal opinion of how you should live your life based on if I was in your shoes. It is uh, looking at scripture and uh, finding biblical principles that deal with the issues that kids or adults even are dealing with. And saying, hey, here's a biblical principle. How, How does this affect your daily living? So that's my favorite. It's not about me. It's about the Bible.
0: A biblical counselor is a committed, maturing believer who is trained to apply biblical principles to deal with the problems of everyday living. One of my favorite words uh, right here is the is the concept of everyday living. This isn't like, like in the cloud, don't really get it, zins kind of stuff. This is like everyday. What are my problems? And and sometimes when we work with our junior campers and our our teen campers, we we kind of. We, we we wanna let them know that as a counselor in the Word of God we have the answer for every problem uh that they might have. A biblical counselor is a committed, maturing believer who is trained to apply biblical principles to deal with the problems of everyday living. Anything else, Greg, there that you that jumps out at you.
1: Committed is a good one. Um not, not very often is a person gonna listen to you if uh or even take what you're saying seriously if you you're gonna, in essence, challenge yourself by telling yourself biblical principles. Yeah, I, I like that word
0: because committed means that I'm not perfect. I'm thankful that this definition doesn't say <laughs> we're looking for perfect people. If that were the case, all of us would be like, okay, hang it up. I'm not gonna be a counselor. But uh, committed means I'm, I'm I'm making an effort at this. I'm I'm going after it. Uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna spend the time and the energy uh, necessary. I really like two other words that I really like are maturing. And trained. And so I, I like maturing because it's not matured, it's kind of a process that we're going through. So every counselor can get better the next year because they're continuing uh, to mature. And uh, trained is the idea that this isn't just a spiritual gift that some people have and some people don't. This is something that every one of us uh, can uh, can figure out. So uh, that definition, a biblical counselor is a committed, maturing believer who is trained to apply biblical principles to deal with the problems of everyday living. That's what a counselor is. Now, the foundational tool that every counselor has is the Word of God the bible becomes the foundation for everything that we're going to do and it's it's easy at times to be like oh i have a story about this or you know i have a friend who went uh, through this and and those stories are are great as long as they are founded upon uh, the word of god so psalm 1 ecclesiastes 12 13 and 14 and 2 timothy 3 16 and 17 are are, are each passages that deal with the fact that God's word is what we need to find these answers. God's word is the uh, is the tool and the foundation for everything uh, that we were going to do. But as I was sitting there as a counselor, I was kind of asking myself, okay, what is everybody doing? Like like I that young person came out and we sat down and and uh, and I've got to figure this out. I got to figure out what is it that a counselor d- does. Today, Craig and I want to share with you four components of counseling that really, if you just kind of click through these in your mind, this will help you be a counselor that will just do an excellent job uh, with your campers during your week of camp. Let me give you all four real quickly and then we'll go back and we'll talk about each one. Number one, understand the problem. Number two, give hope. Number three, present the decision. And number four, Develop a plan. So let's go back. Number one, understand the problem. Proverbs chapter eighteen, verse thirteen says, "He that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is folly and a shame unto him." As a um, as a as a guy who's been in camp work for a long, long time, I used to have this bad habit of um, of trying to know people's questions before they asked it, or I thought that I knew what they were gonna ask, and, uh, and so I had this bad habit of like starting to answer them before they'd actually ask the question. Uh, today, I have a little um, way that I try to combat that. I just answer with 32 now. I've been wrong so many times because I'm not answering their question. Uh, now, when somebody starts to ask me a question and I get tempted to start answering before I should, I just say 32. They kind of look at me kind of odd like what and i'm like 32 is wrong huh yeah my question was and it's just a reminder to me that i've got to hear the question i've got to understand the problem before i can give an answer now with young people as we are working with them Uh, We may see some things that are going on, but we're still trying to figure out what is the root problem in this person's life? What is the thing that we uh, need to deal with? There's two ways that we really figure out what a person's problem is, and that's with questions. We just ask them. We can't read their heart. We can't read their mind. We don't know what's going on inside. But when we ask them questions, they can share those things with them. And the other one is making observations. Um, And it's one of the real strengths of the fact that you 'll be with your campers like twenty four hours a day you 'll be with them at night you 'll be with them in the morning you 'll be with them at game times at activity times and those observations are helping you understand the problem but it's it 's not an easy component to figure out you, you know if if you see somebody who 's kind of kind of mad and scowling over in the corner and they 're just not involved with everything that 's going on. It's real easy to to not figure that out right, uh, to not know exactly what is causing that. So don't be afraid to ask your kids uh, questions. Don't be afraid to 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 make some observations. But but until you understand the problem, this is their their problems of everyday living, then we don't actually know what the answer should be. And that brings us to number two: give hope. I want to be able to give hope and we find that the hope is kind of the answer to whatever their problem is, their answer always comes, uh, is going to come from the word of God. And so as a person has is, is got uh, problems, uh, we go to 1 Corinthians 10, 13 as a, as a passage that all of us kind of um, kind of relish in this hope. There hath no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you or allow you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that you may be able to bear it. This passage right here is letting us know that uh, there is an answer to every problem uh, that we have, and that we uh, are not going to just be overwhelmed uh, by the evil uh, that is in uh, in this world, and so uh, give hope is uh, again it 's not my uh, personal experience it 's not a story from my life, but a truth from god 's word that becomes the hope that answers the problem that this young person has uh, number three, present the decision this one is uh at first it seems easy we see a a decision presented at uh, most invitations Uh, the the speaker has assumed some problems within the group has given the answers from the word of god has uh, taken the word of god and shared it with us and then comes to a point where he says okay does anybody want to act Upon the decision or the truth that they've just seen uh, from the Word of God, in uh, Philippians chapter four verse nine it says, "Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do, and the God of peace shall be with you." This is this is Paul coming to a point that he is saying, "Okay." I'm now presenting the decision to you. I've I've talked with you. I've been an example to you. You've heard things from me and now what are we going to do about it? And and this is where we don't want any arm twisting. We don't want any manipulation of that camper. We we want it to be completely their decision. What do they want to do with the truth that they have uh, been been given? And so uh that's number 3 present the decision. Number 4 develop a plan, sometimes this is where uh, where we, we kind of fall short. Um, and so after an invitation, uh, the young person comes out, uh, why did you come out? And, and they share a problem with us and we go to the word of God and, and either from the message or from some knowledge that we have of some answers and, and they're like, yeah, I need, to, I need to change that. And then they pray and ask uh, and share with God what they're going to change in their life and then we kind of stop right there. What we need to remember is that this number four component, develop a plan, is something that we're gonna talk about probably right away, but it's also something we may talk about a day later. It may be part of the follow-up where we talk to this uh, camper and really help them with with a plan that as soon as they go home, this is what that decision looks like. This is how they're going to make that decision real in their life understand the problem give hope present the decision develop a plan as i think about those four craig which of which of those four for you was the hardest one uh to do and 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 why would that be for you i've got one myself i know that's
1: i think i'm similar to you in understanding the problem would be difficult because i would uh, oftentimes trust the words that they're saying and not actually like read into and try and find the root of the issue uh, so they might talk about an action that they did but i would just talk about the action with them and i wouldn't actually uh, try and uncover that action to see what that the root sin issue would be whether it's bitterness at their parents or uh, hating their sibling or, or whatever, whatever it might be. I never went uh, that far. I would just go, oh, well, that's not an action you should do to somebody. And I yeah. would talk a lot about actions. Right. Uh, stop, but I'd, stop hitting. <laughs> stop <yeah>. hitting. <laughs> and, so, and I can go to scripture and say that these are those principles to, to not do those actions. Uh, but I was just, uh, I was kind of putting a band-aid on something that needed stitches. And so that was really hard for me. It took me a while um, to understand that. Okay, I need I need to read into what they're saying and not just take them. They might not even know what the actual problem is, but they're giving me hints, breadcrumbs, whatever it might be, for me to ask the questions or make the observations of, oh, okay, this is this will this will fix not just that hitting issue, but it'll fix this bitterness and this and that because it all comes down to you're you're a proud and arrogant person, and let's let's talk about what that is.
0: Yeah, so you know, if we're dealing with pride and understanding the problem, there's a different set of verses uh, that uh, than something that may deal with a discontentment or an mm-hmm. anger at uh, what God has done in their life. So that really is, uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's a hard one. I'm always surprised at the number three present the decision. I'm surprised at how hard it is at times because I've invested in this life. I've I've wanted to really become a friend and uh, and be a help uh, to them, but when when you present the decision, you're kind of, you're kind of letting them decide, yes or no. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna believe you and, and do it, or no, I'm just not interested. It's it's kind of like you're risking your relationship, on uh, on present present the decision. Number two, also on Give Hope, I'm always surprised how little I know my Bible. I, uh, this is the one, Give Hope, where you just feel free. If you don't have the answer, a biblical answer, go ask somebody else. This is that trained kind of that other people might know more than you do. So don't be afraid uh, to ask for help when it comes to, uh, to Give Hope. Craig, when it comes to a plan, um, uh, T- tell me a little bit about developing a plan. I mean, what, 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 are you, what are you encouraging your counselors to do when they put a plan together?
1: I encourage them to take it with steps. So they're not telling their kid what to do. They're, uh, whoever you're counseling, whoever's made the decision is uh, in essence telling you, oh, I guess I need to do this and I guess I need to do that. So probably the first step is someone else needs to know about the decision what we at camp or uh, if if you're coming and you are a part of your church and you're counseling with your church group you have a rare opportunity that we we don't have and that's you get to go home with them and you get to remember that decision and check up on them and so we are trying to connect them to a sponsor or or a person from their group that would have the understanding of that child and then know okay i want the child in their own words to say to Mr. Z or, or uh, Miss, Mrs. O'Neill or whoever it might be, hey, I, I made a decision and this is the decision I made. Oftentimes, I will invite the person with them to continue to work on the development of the plan. Uh, they know their life a little bit better than I do. Uh, but then there's also this opportunity for, okay, step one's done, now let's work on step two and three. Uh, most often at the present of decision, I give them step one, like we need to go tell somebody. Uh, and then, in a one on one or on a conversation later, evening devotion time, or right after evening devotion time, I would be encouraging that counselor to uh, to figure out what home looks like. how do i how do I not just make this? I said this, and I was gonna do this, but I got home and I was ill prepared. So we're trying to prepare that kid uh, to make that decision continually.
0: Yeah, that develop a plan. It uh you just have to imagine that you are in the situation and how how would you take the steps to uh to make God's truth real in everyday living. So a, a kid who says oh, I want to be kind to my sister, um That's great, what does that look like on Saturday? What does that look like on Sunday? What does that look like at the dinner table? Um, And and really get specific. I like to write those things down. I love a plan that's actually written down, kind of reminds people of all those steps. And so, uh, as I work on this, I realize that sometimes the conversation in develop a plan is as much or more conversation than understand the problem, give hope, and present the decision. And so, if they can go home, With a real good plan of how they're going to put uh, their their decision to practice, uh, I believe that we've really done a good job as a counselor. Understand the problem. Give hope. Present the decision. Develop a plan. Every one of these components are important as we take the Word of God as our foundation and become a biblical counselor.